The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Live from Cafe Portofino, this is Mountaineer Talk. Your chance to talk live with head Mountaineers Jim Fox and Angel Elderkin is brought to you by Carolina West Wireless, the official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Badcock Furniture, find your style at Badcock. And Pepsi, grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Now, here's your host, Harrison Battle. Good evening, and welcome into the first edition of Mountaineer Talk here for the new year as we transition to basketball. First up tonight, we will speak to senior guard Maddie Story for the Appalachian State women, going over 1,000 points a few games ago for her career. We'll next speak to the head coach of the Mountaineers, Angel Elderkin, and then the second half of our show, we will visit with the second-place scorer all-time for the Appalachian State men's basketball team, Ronshad Shabazz, before we close out the show with head coach Jim Fox. So next, we have Maddie Story coming up to join us as we get things going here from Cafe Portofino. Bring in the new year with fantastic deals at Badcock Home Furniture and Mowers Markdown Madness Sale. Take up to $600 off five-piece queen bedroom sets or sofas. Up to $500 off five-piece dining room sets. Up to $300 off recliners or youth bedrooms. Plus, upgrade to a better mattress set for just $1 on select styles. With your style, our credit financing, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock for the Markdown Madness Sale and save on items store-wide now until January 28th. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores excluding Palm Beach Division. Favorite thing about my street? It's quiet. Safe. The people. We rely on each other. And we rely on our Touchstone Energy Cooperative. The co-op isn't just about electricity. It's about power. The power of information. Efficiency. Safety. Technology. That's why whenever I have a question about energy, I always call my Touchstone Energy Cooperative first. Because in my community, I am the co-op. And the co-op is me. Go to BlueRidgeEnergy.com slash Powerful Solutions to learn more. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. Last time on Guardians of the Game, John Cress of Charleston. We get the at-large bid, and who are we playing but Dave Odom and Wake Forest. Remember that game, Dave? I remember walking off the court after you and I shook hands, we were kind of walking off, and you turned to me in jest and said, I almost got you today, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> to hear more, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow along on Twitter at NABC1927. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Time to pick up that phone and be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Now, back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Harrison Battle. 
The ways you can get involved here for tonight's show, you can tweet us throughout the show at AppSportsNet with the hashtag MountaineerTalk. You can text us at 828-351-6878, or you can send us an email at MountaineerTalk at gmail.com. We now visit with senior guard, redshirt senior guard, Maddie Story, for the Appalachian State women's basketball team. And Maddie, talking off air just a moment ago, you didn't really know what this year was going to be coming into it after having to sit out all of last year with the ACL injury, but... As you've gone along in the season and seen the way the team's progressed and seen some of the goals you guys have accomplished early in the season, is this what you could have imagined for the beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think definitely this is what we saw as, like, our vision um, since the beginning or, you know, in the summer. And so I think we just have to build off of um, the success we've had so far. For you personally, and we talked to you uh, last year, actually, when you were in the midst of the in injury but still such a great leadership role for this team as you were going through that process and not able to be out there on the floor with the team like you'd like to be, but still able to be with the team in the locker room and speaking to them through some of the hard times the team had last year, how did you grow through that period not being on the floor but trying to grow your leadership role? Um, I think, I mean, I've talked about it before, but it really built the, um, the leadership stuff other than, because typically I would be lead by example, and so being put in more of the coaching position um it was really good to kind of get that perspective and grow in different areas other than you know just playing on the court from a comfort level here in your fifth year it has to be a lot easier out there mm -hmm. on the floor yeah. and it's funny uh, actually i texted with coach elderkin yesterday she wanted to bring up the fact that you had three uh, points per game as a freshman but have grown so much as a player to get over that thousand point mark to where you are right now and one of the best players in the Sun Belt. Did you think after having the incredible high school career you had and coming into Appalachian and not having maybe the impact you wanted as a freshman just from being a young player that you'd be able to have the career that you have and getting over that thousand point mark and one of the storied uh, players and obviously a storied program's history? I mean, I definitely um, came to App because I want to make an impact. Um, after my uh, freshman year, kind of like you said, it was a little rough, but um, I think – it's really all about, you know, like, that's like a growing point. I could either, you know, been like, okay, this is how I'm going to finish out. This is going to be my career, or I can, you know, do something about it. And, um, you know, just having the support of my team and my coaches um, really helped me to, you know, be successful. So, Obviously, it's helped you as well, being with Coach Elderkin uh, throughout this entire time and mm -hmm. having that steady coach that you can lean on. How are things different here this year with her versus the first time that you were under her? Well, I mean, my first year, everything was new because, you know, I'm a freshman coming in. So it's com like the game is, you know, pretty much completely different from high school. But then, you know, just uh, kind of having the rocky start with, um, you know, the change of coaches. So I really wasn't sure what I was going into. But um, I'm so thankful for how it worked out. And um, it really shaped, you know, my whole um, time here at App. And I'm really grateful for it. With the way that you've seen kind of the team build over time, you guys have had a lot of injuries. That's something that mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately has happened these past few seasons. But seeing the way that players have built and gotten better throughout time, seeing Bailey Plummer's development, seeing some of the other players on this team as they've moved along in this year, what have you been most proud of about the way that the team's come out and gotten off to the start that you guys have? One of the biggest things, I guess, um, you know, since the summer is this team um, – above all the other teams I've been a part of, really put in um, the extra work. And it's really exciting to see other players step up as leadership roles. I think um, 
the South Alabama game, that was a big one for us um, just because people were not only stepping up, you know, Bailey and Pre, especially were, you know, in the game doing really well, but, you know, we were co um, controlling the huddles. People who don't typically speak, um, you know, were, you know, speaking, and I felt we were – all on unit we were all aligned so it was really exciting to have that energy and we just have to um, keep that up throughout some of the play it has to be a sigh of relief this year to see those close victories go in your mm -hmm. guys way but you're making it happen it's not obviously being given to you as you've moved along in the year seeing the team make those big plays at the end of the games and seeing all those different things that maybe didn't happen in years past happen this year how has the team been able to grow over time to have the success that you have in those waning moments and the leadership that you speak of I mean, it's just a huge growth moment, um, like you said, because if you look back last year, almost all our losses, we were in there. You know, it's just like um, one or two plays. It could have been like either way. So to see people step up and, you know, finishing the games, um, especially in the fourth quarter, is huge. For you, as you continue to recover from the injury and you've had some time to be able to get back on the floor and work on the things that you've wanted to, but what do you want to improve on most throughout conference play? Um... Besides your free throw shooting, because you don't need to improve on that 88% right now. Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of things I could improve on. Um, but I don't know. Pull-up game, being mentally tough, um, just um, being consistent, I think, would be things I'd focus on. Seeing this league as you have over time and seeing the way that teams have kind of transitioned over years – some years it's one team that's a powerhouse and the next year they're rebuilding. At the beginning of your tenure, it was Arkansas State that was one of the best teams. Now some of the other teams in the league have taken that mold. As you've grown and seen the way the different coaches have come in and the way the different players in this league have developed, how much has that allowed you this year to kind of know what you're looking at depending on which team you're playing week to week? I mean, we – I would say um... – any like every day is a new day and so even if we're supposed to beat a team or a team is supposed to beat us um any game it could go either way if we don't play our game you know we could lose so i think just the competitive nature of the Sun Belt um is i don't know just it's a tough league certainly yeah. Last week, taking on South Alabama, a team that came into that matchup undefeated. You guys able to beat them mm -hmm. here at home. Getting that victory with your teammates to begin conference play, how much do you think that can set the tone for what this season could bring, seeing that a team that came in previously unbeaten, 23rd in the mid-major poll, getting some votes in the coaches' poll as well, and you guys were able to go out there and take care of business? I mean, that was huge. And, again, I think we can play with any team in the Sun Belt. It's just – um, really, it's, I feel like it's app against app. So if we play our game, I'm confident that we'll win all of them. But if, you know, we don't do our little things or what we're supposed to do, then, um, you know, it could fall the other way. You can tell you've taken on the coaching mold with that statement. Maddie, uh, as you move away from this season at the end of it, what's it going to mean for you? What are you looking to do when you graduate from Appalachian and uh, your college basketball career is over? I mean – Basketball, you know, like you said, it's going to end, but um, the relationships I've built, it kind of, I, I don't know, it kind of seems cheesy, but, you know, the other stuff um, outside of, you know, stuff on the court, um, just, you know, being like the leadership built, building and um, different things like that, I think it's really important and is what's going to stick with me the most. And, you know, just the memories with my teammates, not necessarily wins or losses, um, is what I'm going to take from App State. 
what's the next step for you personally? Are you going to try to get into coaching or go have a pro career? What's going to be what you're going to look to when you graduate? I don't think I'm um, going to do anything with basketball. I'm planning on going to grad school uh, to be a speech pathologist. And, you know, of course, I'm probably going to coach, you know, like a, a little like <laughs> league team or even maybe high school one day. But, yeah, I don't know. Taking a little break from basketball. Well, a phenomenal career here for you at Appalachian. We hope that you have plenty more exciting moments this season already. A game-winning assist earlier this year. Hopefully it's a successful Sunbelt campaign. We appreciate your thoughts here tonight, and best of luck the rest of the season. All right, thank you. That's Maddie Story, senior guard, joining us here tonight from Cafe Portofino. We'll take a break when we return. We'll be joined by her head coach, Angel Elderkin, here as we have the first Mountaineer talk of the new year. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven, wood fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a basketball game in St. Louis. Or the tournament in New Orleans. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Stop by today for buy one, get one free Samsung Galaxy S9s, Note 9s, and more. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. For up-to-date breaking news on the Appalachian State Mountaineers, there's no better source than AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State Athletics. AppStateSports.com provides detailed content and results on all Appalachian sports teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcast, and in-depth interviews about the Appalachian State Mountaineers. AppStateSports.com is your complete online source for sports news when you just have to know. Go to the source. Go to AppStateSports.com. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. It's time to hear from App State women's head coach, Angel Elderkin. Coach Elderkin's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now back to Cafe Portofino. Alongside the coach, here's your host, Harrison Battle. Great to have everybody along with us tonight here at Cafe Portofino and across the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Now a pleasure to be joined by the head coach of the Black and Gold, Angel Elderkin. And coach, it's been an exciting year for you thus far in a lot of different ways for what your team's done. But one of the big differences it seems like this season is the way that you guys have closed out uh, tough games this year. Already three victories where you've been there down the wire, three three-point victories in a row, in fact, 
What's been different about the team this year where they're ready for that moment? I just think them being in those positions before and not getting the outcome that they wanted. Um, you're going through situations that they've been in, and I think their communication and their will to win has, has been the difference in a lot of those games. But sometimes, you know, coaches say you have to, you have to lose with guys before you can win with them, yeah. and we certainly went through a lot of painful moments last season, and I think our team remembers it. So when we're going in and we're getting ready for a, a game, we can talk to them about the one-point loss to South Alabama a year ago and we can we can talk about the one point loss at UT Arlington a year ago and they remember and they know whereas a year ago we didn't have those memories we didn't have those pictures we didn't have those visions to paint yeah. for our players we were going in and, and everything was fresh especially with as many freshmen as you had this season but that's the beauty they turn into <laughs> sophomores and and the older players also uh, go through the process as well uh, coming into the season and just knowing what you had available to you, knowing that you had Maddie coming back that was going to be a first-team player a few years ago and uh, had a bunch of high expectations coming into the season from across the league, knowing that you have Bailey, one of the best rebounders in the country, and the different pieces that you had this year, did the team get the feeling that things could kind of go the way they have thus far with the success already beating South Alabama and, of course, the uh, solid non-conference schedule as well? You know, I, I think when we got together in the postseason in the summer, we set a standard and we set an expectation of who we wanted to become. And we didn't really talk about the end. We just talked about every day getting better. And we, we started competition early with this group and we had them competing in the spring. We had them cutting down nets. We had, you know, three on three competition um, because the biggest thing that I wanted to do was to teach them how to win. Yeah. You know, for a team that wins eight games, you go into your postseason. How can we can continue to compete? So we play three on three. We have a tournament. We have winners. We cut down the nets. We keep that going and we keep competition going. And we try to get them to understand the value of every possession, the value of wins and what it takes. And, you know, they bought into it. They really did. And we had a ton of things that we, you know, free throws, turnovers, things that really, you know, Maddie said it at Beats App and you said you sound like a coach because you yeah. probably heard it enough, yeah. you know. So we just try to emphasize a couple things in, in hopes that they would stick. And I thought our team really bought in this summer and that's what we're seeing right now. With the way that the season began with a tough schedule, two games on the road at UAB and then going and playing Georgia Tech, how much do you think that it helped the team's mindset to be able to pick up the three straight victories you did in the close fashion and then the big win over Marshall and kind of show them that the season could be what they wanted after starting out tough on the road? Yeah, to be honest with you, I was really concerned with the schedule because I knew UAB, I, I mean, I think UAB is a top 25 team. Yeah. And although, you know, to our kids, we were like, we can go with them, but, you know, Maddie gets a foul, Pre gets a foul to start. Um, we didn't have the best start. It was our first game. We just didn't play well. Um, but I didn't want them to get down um, because, you know, we built up. We can play with this team. We can compete with this team. And I still think we could compete with this team. We just weren't ready at, in that moment. And then you got less than 48 hours, and then you got to go to a Georgia Tech. Yeah. Which I think that first half of Georgia Tech, when we competed really well, I mean, it was a tie game, third quarter, uh, and we haven't been like that with a BCS school. I think that gave us confidence. But even when we came back and we played at Greensboro, it was a three-point game, and it shouldn't have been. I didn't think it should have been, but the team was still building chemistry. The team was still learning how to play together. The, the team was still, you know, we were still young in those moments. And then after we got through those – those nail biters we kind of regrouped and we said okay how can we get separation and then you know we play a marshal and and so it was just 
us growing together. And you got to, you know, bringing Maddie back into a lineup and Ashley, who hadn't played, yeah. everybody thinks, oh, you're bringing everybody back. But we were inserting two new guys into a lineup that, w that weren't with our team last year. So they still had to get a feel for how to play together. It seems like maybe that's one of the differences this year also is that you have pieces available to you. Polacek has been <laughs> incredible the way that she's ran the point guard position. Your bench is a lot stronger, moving some players that saw a lot of starting action last year over there. Maddie, of course, coming back has helped tremendously. As a coach, how enjoyable, I guess, is it this year to look over there and see that everything you kind of want to fit in that puzzle is fitting the way it is and the players are proving uh, as well out on the floor. Yeah, I mean, for us this season, we pre goes down at ETSU, we have to play College of Charleston. You know, a year ago, if a starter goes out, that was really hard yeah. for us to then go out in the next game and be successful. Then um, as pre's coming back, Tierra goes out. So then now we got to play Wofford um, without Tierra. Then we're at Clemson, and 20 seconds in, you know, Maddie breaks her nose. And so those were kind of some things last year where if we had those incidents, we were, we were in trouble. And I think we've been able to weather some of those storms. Now, I don't want any of them. Yeah. I don't want to see any yeah. more of that I for the rest that. of the season. I know that. Because to be honest with you, that was one of the things coming back from Christmas. We had to then develop chemistry with Pre and, and Maddie and Ashley and Tierra again because our lineup had been so disruptive during the month of December. As you've seen Maddie go through what she had to last year with the ACL and having to be on the bench and not be out with the team when you guys were going through the tough losses you were, how hard was it for her to get through that process and be able to come out and have what she's had this year where is a leader for the team and making big plays down the stretch as well? Yeah, you know, Maddie might not have been on the court with us last year, but I had so many coaches um, and even us shine a light on the fact of her work on the bench. If you, if you were at our game, you saw when she had one leg, she was jumping up and down with one leg. You know, she had a clipboard in her hand, and she was in every possession. You know, she felt every loss. She felt every win. And, and so I think that's contributed to the overall success of our team. And thus, just to see her, you know, I've been a part of basketball now for a lot of years and have dealt with a lot of players um, with injuries. And to see how she's come back um, from an ACL, if you didn't know Maddie and you hadn't seen her game yeah. and you came into the home center and you watched her play, no brace, nothing, I don't think the average fan would be like, oh, she's coming back off ACL. I just don't. Um, she doesn't. You know, her first couple games when she went on a breakaway layup, I think everybody in the home center was like, <gasps> you know, and every time she went down, I mean, it took me probably two or three weeks in practice. She would bounce right back up. But every time she went down, my heart like stopped for a second. And then I'd be like, OK, she's fine. She was the one who got me conditioned. Don't yeah. worry about her. She's going to bounce right back up. But I don't I don't think the average fan knows that she's coming back from an ACL. An incredible job for her this year. A question coming to us from Twitter. Who has improved the most since the start of the season? That's a tough one. Um, I have to write off the top of my head, I have to say Lainey um, Gosnell because last year with Maddie's injury, we forced her to play on the wing. We recruited her to be a stretch four, and we forced her to be a wing player because our numbers were down. Mm -hmm. And then this summer, just her body of work in terms of how much she's gotten in the gym um, and to finally see it translate. And that's what, you know, people think just because you get in the gym, you should automatically be good. And I think she's a true testament that she went, she got in the gym in the summer and maybe she didn't get results that she wanted in game one or game two. And she's still continuing to get in the gym. And now we're slowly seeing the results. Um, but I think for, 
you know, some people, you got to put in perspective that Tierra's still a sophomore, Priest's still a sophomore, and Laney's still a sophomore. Because yeah. some days I want them to be juniors. Yeah. And, but I think um, they kind of make that change about 18 months in. But I think Laney, Laney clicked a little bit sooner. An incredible past few games, 33 points since the second half of that South Alabama game. And speaking of South Alabama, a team that last year you talked a lot about how impressed you were with the way that they had grown, the way that some of their younger players had gained in, or gotten better in their position that they were in, and the coaching had continued to improve as well with everything that they'd done out there on the floor and how you hoped that your team could have that sort of a jump where you went from uh, uh, sort of the middle of the league towards the top. Getting that win against a team that was undefeated coming into that game, uh, obviously it had had so much success against programs beating Alabama and some of the other success they had during non-conference play. How much did that set the tone for what you guys want to do during conference play? I think, I think it was huge um, for our team. It's something that we've talked about. Um, but I told them, and I'll tell our fans, it's one game and we're not going to be defined by it. Can it help build confidence? Absolutely. Yeah. Was it a huge win for us? Yes. Um, it, it was big. You know, they came in, in and they were undefeated. They, they're a tough team. Um, they present a lot of problems for a lot of teams in our league. We match up really well with them. And, but we got to be on to the next game. You know, I think it was great. Build confidence. Okay, now we got to keep it rolling because there are a lot of other tough basketball teams. But I'm really good friends with the South Alabama coach, so it's like he's my favorite coach other than when we're on game day. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, after the game he's joking with me, we shouldn't have talked so much this summer. And I'm like, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of the stuff we do at our kids, like half marathon, full marathon, that's me and Terry. Like we're really good friends. So yeah. it's like 40 minutes of not being good friends. And then afterwards we're talking about the rest of the league and we're, we're exchanging a lot of stuff. So I have a lot of respect um, for what he's done. He, he's a very, very good friend of mine in the league. And, you know, they're going to be successful this season. Absolutely. That's a team to watch out for as the year moves along. Another question coming to us for Twitter as you guys now head on the road for the first time in conference play and have this Texas swing, a really tough road trip. I think a lot of Mountaineer fans or uh, maybe non-Mountaineer fans as well hear that Texas swing and say, Sunbelt, Boone to Texas. Is that really <laughs> something you have to do? Taking the team through this process, one that they, now they've been through before besides the freshmen, but how do you get prepared for the trip that this is against the two quality programs you'll play in UT Arlington and Texas State? Well, I like the fact that the length of the trip is coming before we start school because I thought last year um, when we had to take the trip, it was during the semester, and I was concerned. Like I, I kept asking myself with the young team, should I have scheduled a game this far so they could get used to traveling this far? Because some of it was like, that's a long way to go. And then you play at Texas Arlington, and then you've got to go to Texas State. And that's not a short bus ride. So just trying to get our players acclimated, which now they know. Um, so I'm not really concerned about that. I think Texas, the Texas teams, you know, fortunately for us, we open up with Alabama, top teams, Texas top teams, Arkansas. So we're playing the top of the yeah. league to start, mm -hmm. which I'm excited about. Because, you know, now you know you can, can kind of measure up. So I, I just think it's, you know, we keep talking about what we need to do, um, how we need to play on the road. We, we try to develop that routine in the non-conference. Um, but for most of our players, they're not walking into that arena for the first time. So I feel good about that. Well, Coach, it's been a lot of fun following your team this season. Just one win away from surpassing last year's total oh. wins already. <laughs> uh, certainly big things to come throughout conference play. We wish you best of luck during the Texas swing, and hopefully we'll talk to you next week after a few victories. Thank you. That's head coach Angel Elderkin joining us here from Cafe Portofino. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll go through some of the ticketing offers we have coming your way as we roll on here from Cafe Portofino.
Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk. On the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Last time on College Sports Now. I'm not going to fly the plane. I'm going to buy the the plane to not buy the I'm going to pay to have a message flown. How about that? Just figured it'd be cool to do on like a Tuesday. Like, have a great day. I'd be like, wow, who's flying that message? That is a great message. Let UCF in. Listen to College Sports Now, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, Monday through Friday on TuneIn. Follow along on Twitter at CSNowTweets and on Apple Podcasts by searching College Sports Now. Bad theater seats, cheap Halloween masks, my apartment, all things with obstructed views. Add to these large trucks and buses. 18-wheelers and large buses have big blind spots, and like my apartment, they don't always have the best view. Bus and truck drivers deal with blind spots around the entire vehicle. Always take care not to ride alongside or too close behind them. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Back at Cafe Portofino, a few deals to tell you about. If you want to come out and support the Appalachian State men or women's basketball team, you can head to appstatesports.com to purchase single-game men's and women's basketball tickets. If you want to go to all the Thursday night games for just $45, you can get all of those. Head to appstatesports.com or call the ticket office at 828-262-2079. That's 828-262-2079. And with the men and the women playing those mirror schedules where they're each on and off, you can see every single game they play at the Holmes Convocation Center. We'll take one more break. When we return, we will visit with the second leading scorer in Appalachian State men's basketball history, Ron Shachabaz, here for Mountaineer Talk. Everyone in my family uses electricity differently. But when it comes to our Touchstone Energy Cooperative, we all think about it the same way. The co-op is power. power. Sure, electricity turns the lights on, but power is the information I get from my co-op about efficiency, safety, technology, and I trust the co-op because we are the co-op. They're our neighbors. Our friends. Our home. Go to blueridgeenergy.com slash powerful solutions to learn more. Bring in the new year with fantastic deals at Badcock Home Furniture and More's Markdown Madness Sale. Take up to $600 off five-piece queen bedroom sets or sofas. Up to $500 off five-piece dining room sets. Up to $300 off recliners or youth bedrooms. Plus, upgrade to a better mattress set for just $1 on select styles. With your style, our credit financing, Badcock makes it easy. Visit Badcock for the Markdown Madness Sale and save on items store-wide now until January 28th. See store for complete details. Prices valid at all stores, excluding Palm Beach Division. 
This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk. On the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. AppStateSports.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Appalachian State sports news. Log on to AppStateSports.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and schedule information, and much more on the official website of Appalachian State sports. Plus, you can tune in to live game and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Mountaineers team online. Keep up with Appalachian sports news as it happens on AppStateSports.com, the official website of Appalachian State sports. You couldn't miss that wedding, birthday party, or whatever event you felt obligated to attend. So, you missed the game. And more importantly, the game program. Not to worry. IMGproducts.net has got you covered with official programs and yearbooks from many of the nation's top schools, plus conference and NCAA championships. Visit IMGproducts.net to browse the hundreds of publications available. IMGproducts.net. We've got you covered. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Time to pick up that phone and be a part of tonight's show by tweeting using the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. Now, back to Cafe Portofino and your host, Harrison Battle. You can also send us a text message at 828-351-6878 or email us at mountaineertalk at gmail.com if you want to be a part of tonight's show. Get a question in to our remaining guest, Rancha Chavez, senior guard, or head coach Jim Fox. Ron Shaw, we were talking a moment ago. It seems like your career has kind of gone by here pretty quick. As just a few years ago, you were the young, exciting freshman. Now you're the senior that's kind of leading this team. Has it gone by that quick for you, seeing the way that you've gone through this league, how many games you've played, and just your career at Appalachian, period? Oh, yeah, it's gone by pretty fast, and uh, it's been a great journey. Uh, from freshman year to now, I've just been thinking about, you know, just coming into this year, I thought back freshman year, you know, moving into the dorms and stuff like that, just the little things. And now I'm out here, I live in an apartment now, and <laughs> everybody look up to me and like, oh, yeah, you're the senior. You got to, you know, lead by example. And, you know, everybody looking forward to me being that voice on the team now. And, uh, yeah, it's been a process. For you coming in as a freshman and immediately expecting to go out there and get double-figure scoring, moving on in your career and going from third-team Sunbelt to second-team Sunbelt to first-team Sunbelt, How's this journey been as you've grown as a player, but also grown in other roles, grown moving from the point guard or moving from the shooting guard position to the point guard position, uh, growing as a leader with this team and seeing the different guys that have come in as well? Oh, it's been great. Uh, Just getting better and better. And you can see the progress and, you know, the process, you know, being in the gym all summer and uh, making my flaws into my strengths. And just that, that to me as a basketball player, it's just the greatest thing. A pretty exciting summer for you also. You uh, went to the CP3 Elite Camp, had an opportunity to go up against some of the best guards in the country, also had a chance to kind of get some feedback on what you needed to do to improve your game throughout that summer and moving into this year and moving on to what you'll do when you leave Appalachian. What was that process like, uh, having such a focus on basketball during the summer but getting a chance to see some of the other guys that have been uh, doing what you've done and leading their teams across the country? Uh, it was great. Uh, just seeing how you stack up against uh, guys and across the country, you know, you don't get to play everybody. And uh, to have a national championship, you know, a guy from Villanova played there. Uh, he got 
three rings to talk about that. And I was like, man, three rings. And he was like, and I was like, how does that feel? You know, just asking questions like that and uh, talking to, you know, some NBA guys, getting advice on how to lead and just how to carry myself as a leader and, you know, to for the better of our team. And, you know, it's been – it was fun. It was real fun. From your game standpoint, what were the things that they were telling you that you needed to improve on to become the best player that you can be? Uh, you know, they just point out the little things. You know, sometimes you may, you know, some in your shot. You know, you may not keep the same form sometimes. And uh, just being more of a taking control of what, you know, whatever you feel like you lacking. You know, they just basically stressing, like, getting in the gym, making sure that you're taking advantage of all the opportunity you have because, you know, you can't play basketball forever. So now is the time to, you know, get in the gym and perfect your game. Being with Coach Fox for as long as you have now, getting to have the same coach all four years, something that some players don't get to do. What's different about him from the first year you, you were with him to right now? Uh, he's more calm. He's been <laughs> the calmest ever this year and the past years. Uh, my uh, freshman year, you know, I didn't have much leeway as these guys got. And I tell them all the time, like, you you better be lucky because he was, he was hard <laughs> on us when we first came here trying to, you know, change the culture and change our mindsets to be winning. winning. What do you think's changed with him? Uh, I just feel like, you know, he 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 takes it takes it easy on them now. I don't know now. Uh, now they got it real easy. I didn't have it easy. He just tell you, you know, he don't give you too many chances before. But now he just okay, maybe you know, you can make mistakes, and he don't get you. You don't get thrown out of practice. Before I make one mistake, and I'm <laughs> heading to the locker room. So Adrian complains after something this year saying, hey, Coach Fox did this to me or that, and you go up to him and say, hey, man, it's nothing like it yeah, used to be. nothing like it used <laughs> to be. You know, you can be just the littlest things. It's just like, nope, no time for it. You got a fresh, you're a freshman, you got to grow up, grow up fast. And you did. You certainly did as you've moved along in your career. Having some of the seniors that you have with you this year and one of the biggest senior classes that you guys have had in a while, what's it been like going through the journey with them and seeing the way that all of you guys have developed, not only on the floor, but everything you've done off of it as well? Oh, it's been great. Uh, just seeing how much, like I said, about development and the process, just how much all of us developed and became, you know, not only better basketball players, but better guys and individuals. And that's always good to see, you know, us grow up. And we talk about it all the time how we're going to see each other after after the season's over and uh, planning trips and things like that. So it's just it's just great to have uh, like a family to leave out with. One thing that's been consistent every year you've been here is you guys have played a really tough non-conference schedule. No different this year. Right now, the 44th toughest toughest schedule in the country is what you guys have played. Going up against the teams that you have this year and seeing the opponents, seeing some of the best players in the country, how has it grown this team now as you move into the second phase of conference play here with the first home games, having already faced as many great teams as you have and as many great players? Oh, you for sure learn from playing teams like that. You know, a lot of teams, you know, have a lot of guys, <coughs> excuse me, have a lot of guys that, you know, been there, been winning from the first day they walked in. So they have a lot of experience and a lot of, know how to win you know a lot of these teams are projected to be the best teams in their conference so yeah. playing teams like that early on it gets you ready to play in your conference and compete at a high level and now you know we're starting off 0-2 in a conference but you got to understand how we uh how we envision our plan and it's not over yet we got a lot of basketball to play so I feel like we still got a lot to prove you guys are already with seven true road games. That's more than most teams in the country. <coughs> also playing three games at the neutral side of the Charleston Classic. So not many teams in the country have been on the road as much as you have. How has that built the mental toughness for this team? Oh, yeah. Like, it just, it just shows 
like just the last game we played, you know, fight fight back from a deficit, you know, a pretty big one. And, uh, you know, I, th I don't think we could have did that early on. And now something like that, we, we didn't win. You know, it didn't come out how we wanted it to, but we fought back. And I feel like that's something to build on and something like we can look at and be like, listen, like no matter what, just keep fighting and good things will happen. A really tough way to start a conference play, taking on South Alabama at their place and then going and playing Troy. And Troy comes out and is shooting 78% in the beginning of that game. They got up by 22 against you guys. What are you telling the team when, when you guys are down by that much and it's not really anything that you've done, it's just the fact that the other teams come out on fire? I just look at everybody like keep fighting. I'm just going down the bench the whole time, talking to them, talking to them, keep fighting, keep fighting. And before you know it, it's, you know, 13-point lead. Then you keep, keep fighting, keep fighting, and now it's a one-point lead going into half. So if you keep looking at each other and they see me, you know, willing to fight. And I have the same look in my eyes I had when it was 0-0. So they feed off me, and I've, I'm pretty sure that that energy got us going. Seeing the league the way it's gone throughout your career, did you think the Sun Belt was going to be the league that it's been with teams going to the round of 32 in the NCAA tournament, sometimes even deeper, and all the talent that you've played? Did you know that the league was going to have this caliber of players and this caliber of teams when you decided to come to Appalachian? I did not know that. I did not know <laughs> a lot of things about the Sun Belt. And then I come in and they have NBA players. You know, my first two years, I think people got drafted even before I – uh, came here, I think somebody got drafted pretty high in the round. So it's been, it's really competitive and a bunch of great players. And uh, it's, you know, great to compete against these guys every night. As a player that is the caliber you are, first team all Sun Belt coming into the year and knowing all the things that you want to accomplish, does it get you a little bit more excited though, knowing every single night you're going to go up against another top player or another big school or these teams that have so much that they want to accomplish and being able to go out there and prove just how good you guys can be? Oh yeah, for sure. Competing is, you know, that's why we're here. We love to compete. And uh, I look across the next guys like, you know, like I'm, I'm here to, you know, get a win just like you are. So I'm coming out here to fight, give it my all and uh, playing against these guys. And, you know, I f I'm pretty sure that they have the same mindset I have, but I just got to, you know, keep showing and proving that I can, you know, win games in the Sun Belt. Nice to have a few games at home here as you take on UT Arlington and Texas State. What's the, the motive, or not the motive, but what's the, the game plan for the team as you take on these two teams this week and try to pick up some conference victories, carrying that momentum forward? A uh, big thing we have to take in going into these games is continue to do what we do, you know, because – uh, I feel like at times we can get away from what we do, and that's, you know, I feel like that, that hurts us. And if we continue to do what we do and execute the game plan and not, you know, go away from what we can do as individuals and as a team, then I feel like we'll come, we'll be looking at it on Sunday and we'll be 2-0. Well, hopefully some great crowds to come out and support you this weekend. Congratulations on the season you've had thus far and the season that you'll continue to have as you move along. It's great to be joined by you here tonight, Ron Shada, and hopefully plenty more wins to come for the Mountaineers. All right, thank you. That's Ron Chachavaz joining us here from Cafe Portofino. We'll take another break when we return. We'll be joined by the head coach of the Black and Gold, Jim Fox, as we continue. Covering the place you call home takes the strongest network in the area. With Carolina West Wireless, Mountaineers get the most reliable campus coverage available. Coverage that works everywhere else you might someday want to be. Like a basketball game in St. Louis. Or the tournament in New Orleans. Carolina West Wireless. Go stay connected. Official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Stop by today for buy one, get one free Samsung Galaxy S9s, Note 9s, and more. Certain restrictions apply. See store for details. 
For nearly 60 years, Daniel Boone Inn has been serving Boone and the High Country delicious family-style meals that take you back to your grandma's table. Whether it's our family-style dinner with our signature fried chicken and country ham biscuits served with traditional southern vegetables or our classic southern breakfast with such favorites as scrambled eggs, local country ham, biscuits and gravy, pancakes, and more, you are sure to feel right at home at the Daniel Boone Inn. So be sure to stop by in pregame, postgame, or let us prepare your next tailgate at The Rock. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Appalachian Mountain Brewery. Come see what everyone's talking about. Open seven days a week so you can enjoy the high country's favorite spot for local award-winning craft beer. AMB has its own food truck, Farm to Flame, serving a brick oven, wood fire pizza, apps, and more. AMB's focus on community, sustainability, and philanthropy shine through in everything it does. AMB is now available in Tennessee, South Carolina, and North Carolina statewide. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at AM Brewery. Remember, always drink responsibly. Cheers. Last time on Guardians of the Game, John Cress of Charleston. We get the at-large bid, and who are we playing but Dave Odom and Wake Forest. Remember that game, Dave? I remember walking off the court after you and I shook hands. We were kind of walking off, and you turned to me in jest and said, I almost got you today, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) To hear more, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow along on Twitter at NABC. 1927. Welcome back to Mountaineer Talk. Now time to hear from the head coach of the App State men, Jim Fox. Coach Fox's interview is presented by Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. Now, back to Cafe Portofino alongside the coach. Here's your host, Harrison Battle. A pleasure to now be joined by the head coach of the Black and Gold, Jim Fox. And coach, we'll go ahead and jump right into it as Ron Schott's about to leave here so that he can hear this. A question coming to us from Twitter. What is the maddest that you've been at him in uh, his four years here at Appalachian? Ron Schott? Ron Schott. I mean, we, we, we've, uh, you know, the maddest? I've never really gotten mad at you, have I? <laughs> no, I mean, he'll, 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 he'll tell you. He'll tell you. I could kick the ball from the court all the way up into the – we call it the uprights, all the way into the, the entrance at the top, of the top of the arena. But he's never really gotten me that mad. So he, is what he was saying earlier true, that you're tougher on him during his freshman year than you are on the young guys now? Well, you've got to get the freshmen going. I mean, because they, they – you know, the freshmen that we've had, and, and again, this year, uh, we need them. So, um, so you got to get them going. And, uh, you know, most of the time they're coming from a, a situation where they're not, they're not in any way used to what, what's going to be expected at the college level. So, um, you know, you got a guy like Adrian who, you know, who's well-coached, uh, App State alum, um, down at Kings Mountain. But it's a big difference jumping to Division I basketball. So, um, and Brecky, you know, Brecky in, in professional Icelandic basketball, they just beat the crap out of each other. So he was, he, do, he does that, but he just fouls too much. So we're trying to, we're trying to get him to stop that. 
Uh, speaking on Brecky, since, uh, since you went ahead and brought that up, how hard is that transition going from playing in Iceland and playing the competition that he has and the way that they play basketball over there to him coming here and transitioning to college? Well, it's so much more physical over there. That's the big thing. I mean, you know, it's, it's what they can do in the post. Um, you know, they, they, just, they just hit you, and they hit you, and they hit you. And, um, you know, you can't do that here. One of the point of emphasis is cleaning up the post. I'm not saying the officials pick up on it, but, you know, you're supposed to be able to, you know, not grab, hold. Uh, in the post, and, and Breck's still trying to get a feel for that and how the game is called over here. We've certainly seen some of the excitement that he can bring this season. Uh, just to, uh, focusing on the overall schedule, some numbers that we certainly want to get across to the people. Appalachians played the 44th toughest schedule in the country. We mentioned that to Ronshad. They've played at teams that have a combined record of 76 and 36 coming into this weekend. And the Mountaineers also third in the Sun Belt in terms of strength of schedule. We've gotten your thoughts uh, during some of the pregame interviews about why you like playing the tough non-conference schedule and why you like getting the guys out there against some of the competition. But I guess my question to you is, how do you go through that process with the guys of knowing that that's who they're playing? And while at the beginning of the season it might be tough to face that competition, by the end you're going to be ready for them and just getting them to kind of have that thought process of you're going to be ready for them eventually. So if you fall to them now, even if it's in a tight game, it'll come back and help you later on. Yeah, you know, you gain valuable experience. And, you know, in my, in my career in coaching at Division One level, I think, you know, going into January, there's not many times where you're over 500 because you're, you're playing, you want to challenge yourself. And, um, and, you know, what we've done is we've really challenged ourselves. And unfortunately, you know, we're not where we should be in terms of record-wise. Um, we've let some games slip away through, through some pretty, you know, some sloppy play at times and the lack of attention to details. Uh, you know, obviously free throw shooting, is, it was, a, was kind of a bugaboo at the beginning of the year. Now it's you know, knock on wood, it's changed. But, um, you know, you, you, you really benefit from, I think, you know, your, your issues being exposed. In, in the Sun Belt's a one-bid league. You know, it's, it's a league that you got to be playing your best in February and March. And if you're doing that, you have all that, those experiences you can go back to, and I think that's important. Hopefully everybody that's listening and everybody here as well is ready to knock on some wood because that is something that's been much improved for your team as you've moved along in the season. Looking at the way that the guys have improved as they've gone, across, gone through the course of the year and some of the victories, as you mentioned, not coming out the way you'd want to with some tight ones down the stretch, but just seeing the way that they've gained experience and gained opportunities in all these different moments that you've played, all these different teams you've played from great offensive teams to great defensive teams, teams that just throw different things at you, how does that help them grow as they move along? Well, again, like I said before, you can always go into a timeout in the game and say, hey, remember what happened here? Remember how we dealt with this here? Um, remember, remember what we did here to get over the hump? And I think that's, that's important because obviously you give, sometimes you say things as a coach and the guys kind of look at you and you're like, I don't know. But then you, you, you go back to those experiences and it really helps our players. Looking at the last game against Troy and speaking to Ron Shot about it as well, didn't start out the way you wanted to. You guys trailing by 22 with them shooting that, seven. That would be not the seven. way we wanted to start the game. I, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> I'd agree with that. <laughs> but having a team come out the way they did, basically just absolutely on fire, every player on their team, what do you tell the guys when you're in that moment where everything's going against you but you have to remain in it with 10 minutes left in the first half and clawing back the way that you guys did to only be down by one at halftime? Yeah, well, well first, you, you know, you panic. I mean, because you know, it's, it's, uh, they're making everything. And then – and then, you know, we just wanted to get it to 10 uh, going into halftime. That was our goal. And obviously, we were able to bring it, you know, bring it a lot closer than that going into halftime. So we had momentum going in. Um, but, you know, they're, they're a good team. Um, 
you know, Vernardo's a heck of a player, and he's, you know, he's always had good games against us, and we threw everything at him, and, uh, you know, he's, he's that good a player. Reminds me of uh, Kyle Hines. You guys think about that? That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah, I mean, so he's, you know, so he reminds me, of, he reminds me of Kyle Hines played at UNC Greensboro back in the day, um, and, you know, he, he's just a heck of a player. And so, so, but we were able to bounce back and, and, again, you know, just trying to get the guys to understand that every possession in a game like that, especially on the road, matters. And we just left a couple out there, and they were able to sneak past us at the end. Another question coming to us from Twitter. Can you talk about Ike's improvement on the offensive side of the ball? And uh, really a comment here. It seems like his scoring has taken off this season. Yeah, you know, he's, um, he really worked hard this summer. Uh, we need him to be more of a complete player. You know, he always rebounded well. And uh, – you know, and he's really, he really, you know, I think, I think what happened is he really focused on being able to make a perimeter shot. And, um, and so, so that really gave him confidence. Now, what we didn't expect was I think he's like two on our team in assists. So, yes. you know, you know, we, you know, we, with the teams we've played and the way they, they really guard you, um, you know, we've gone into the post to him and not necessarily for him to score, but to, to find an open man out of the post. And he's, he's just been sensational. And, you know, he's, he's, he's had games where he's had four, five, eight assists. Um, and that's, that's pretty good to have your foreman uh, doing that. It is. Not many teams across the country can say that. Looking at Adrian's role as you move along in the season, do you see his role being kind of like what it's been these past two games with him starting and coming out there and being the impact player that he has been for you guys? Yeah, we'll take it, man. He, he was really good against Troy. And, um, you know, the first game, his first start, he was nervous. I think he got back cut twice to start the game. And, uh, you know, he was obviously a little anxious to get going. But, um, you know, he's a, he's a really good player. Uh, he listens really well. He's made that adjustment uh, coming from high school to college. And, uh, you know, he is, you know, in practice, you watch him, he's like a sponge. And, and you know, he's really, he's really playing well offensively right now. And we just got to work on the defensive stuff. But he's going to be a special player for a long time. Looking at some different things here before we talk about your opponents this weekend, you've had incredible support from this program from a few guys individually. Uh, of course, the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans, Happy and Alvin Gentry, and then Bobby Crimmins as well. What have those guys both meant to this program? Well, yeah, good question. I mean, you know, Coach Gentry, I've known for a while. Obviously, um, you know, and he's he's a he's a you know a great guy, great coach, App State guy, and and you know he's. Um, you know, I've got to see him a couple of times. You know, he set us up two years ago when we were in New Orleans to practice at their facility. And, um, you know, obviously he had great interaction with our, you know, our administrators down in New Orleans. Um, really enjoyed his time uh, at the bowl game down there. And uh, getting to speak to him on the, you know, all of a sudden you're sitting in the airport and, and he, you know, he's calling you. They were in Brooklyn. So I gave him a couple of restaurants and, and he, he gave me some thoughts after watching the Georgetown game. And, um, you know, and, and he's, he's always been a great guy. And, um, you know, it's good, too, because I could show the guys I talked to them, and I, and I start spreading some completely false rumor around our team about the NBA, and they, and they, they just run with it. So it's uh, – but, yeah, Coach Gentry's, uh, you know, doing an unbelievable job in New Orleans, and he really is excited about, you know, App State in general. Um, and uh, hopefully get him up here a couple times. And then uh, Bobby Cremins as well. <laughs> yeah. Coach Cremins is the best. I mean, he, he came in and – he came in and talked to our team after the Wichita State game. Now I didn't know he was getting. He went after a couple of guys for missing some free throws during right after the game. I, you know, but that's that's Coach Cremins. You know, he uh, he's uh, he's been sensational to to us. He's you know he's up here for games all the time, and uh, you know he's really proud of us and what we're doing. And he loves Appalachian. And uh, you know he comes up here in June to the Legends Gala, and uh, he loves it. He loves it. He loves playing golf up here, and uh, 
you know, he's, it's just fun. It's fun having him around, obviously. Two incredible ambassadors for this program. Turning things back over to uh, your opponents here this weekend in UT Arlington and Texas State. What can the fans expect for you guys to bring as far as uh, what you're going to have against those two teams? Well, thank God that that one dude's gone, uh, <laughs> Neil. You know, thank God I went Eric to Neal. I went to Arlington's graduation to make sure he walked. <laughs> I mean, so uh, you know, yeah. he 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 averaged I think 50 against us, and you know, in the times we played. But uh, you know, Arlington's a um, a completely different team than what, what what everyone's seen in the past, obviously. And um, you know, they play really hard and and. You know, uh, you know they got a whole new coaching staff, and um, they're doing a really good job there. And um, they're just they're just like you know like we were a couple of years ago. They're gonna have to make their mark, get their culture the way they want it. Uh, but they're good. They're, they've been in every game. Uh, they play a crazy schedule. I mean, I thought we played a crazy. They they play a crazy schedule. So they've gotten a lot better as uh, as time goes on. And they were tied with Georgia Southern at the half. And I think Georgia State was like an eight ten point game and. You know, they had it and they had a chance to win at the end. So, really good team. Uh, they're going to play really hard and uh, we got to be ready. Well, can't wait to see your team this week. Hopefully, we'll have a great crowd come out and support you guys. Thanks for your time here tonight, Coach. And uh, we'll look forward to again seeing the guys in action on Thursday. All right, Harrison. Thank you. As the head coach of the Black and Gold, Jim Fox joining us. We'll wrap up after this from Cafe Portofino. This is the Pepsi that's got a date with your taste buds. We're talking a two-step with you and two tacos at 2 a.m. Order number 83. Come on, you're up. This is the Pepsi that has mastered the art of the late-night munchies and is always down to dig into some deep dish. This is the Pepsi for pull boys, pulled pork sliders, and the godfather of all sandwiches, the godfather. This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Look at you, a fearless coach. During the week, you're giving your all at the office to support your team. Then, come the weekend, you're all in, inspiring your kids' athletic team. Well, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina is here for you. Use our Blue Connect app to find a doctor or urgent care. Compare costs of procedures and more. Live fearless, North Carolina. Learn more at livefearlessnc.com. This is Mountaineer Talk. Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Last time on College Sports Now. Can Max still recruit? He's not going to go out there and he's not going to be in, as involved in the X's and the O's as he was when he was at Texas. But if he's going to be the figurehead, he's going to have to be able to seal the deal with recruits. And my question would be, do recruits even know who Mac Brown is? Listen to College Sports Now, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time, Monday through Friday on TuneIn. Follow along on Twitter at CSNowTweets and on Apple Podcasts by searching College Sports Now. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired. But I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Special thanks to all our guests here tonight, and we appreciate all of you joining us across the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. We'll talk to you next week from Cafe Portofino. Have a great night, everybody. 
been listening to Mountaineer Talk on the Appalachian IMG Sports Network. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Carolina West Wireless, the official wireless provider of the Mountaineers. Badcock Furniture. Find your style at Badcock. And Pepsi. Grab a Pepsi and some friends and get in the game. Pepsi, official soft drink of your App State Mountaineers. Mountaineer Talk is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.